just fine Catch you when you fall Be there when you call It's never too much I got you real tall I'm Tania Carr and you're listening to The Real Talk Podcast. Here at Real Talk, we create space for authenticity, awareness and making a positive impact on the world around us. Real talk, real people, real stories. I'm Tania Carr and it is my honour to share this kōrero from the BMW, the bad mana wahine herself, Te Kurahuya. She took the stage again for us for our Real Talk event in Ōtake. Now Te Kurahuya is a multidisciplinary artist utilising her traditional Māori Pacifica knowledge and overall creative mediums to produce works of pride, self-love and inspiration for her people. It is with the greatest pleasure that I introduce Te Kurahuya to share her story with us. Kia ora and welcome aboard your next flight, Air BMW. I am your hostess and yes, of course, your captain, the Kurahuya, the bad mana wa hine. Please make sure that your feet are down by your by the floor by Papa Tuanaku. Please make sure that your rapahi are next to the rubbish bin or are ready to go into the rapahi. Please make sure that your phones are on silent. <laughs> And please make sure that you are ready to embark on this beautiful journey of knowing who the bad mana wa hine is. Kia ora mai tato, ko te kurahuia aho. Uh, te kurahuia is my Māori name, but my real name is Faith Oriwia Hinari Stewart. I was supposed to play that coming up, but it's kind of short. Anyways, anywho, next. <laughs> Do I point it there? Chair. Awa. Okay. Kia ora mai tātou. Huri tēnei no ngā tirau kaua ki te tonga no konei, no ngā pohi, no ngā te patukeha, no ngā te rangi ngāti awa, no te arawa ngāti pikiau, no rangi tāne ngāti hāmua, no ngai tara ki te mua upoko o te ika a Māui tikitiki a taranga ngai te ao, no ngāti kuia, no ngāti apa ki te rato, no ngai tahu anoho ki. Kia ora, I am a descendant of the many, many iwi. I'm also Tahitian, um, not just Māori, but Tahitian, Hawaiian and Samoan. I'm also uh, very Pākehā on my father's side, but hey, I get my Samoan and my Hawaiian side from him, so still trying to recollect that whakapapa. Uh, hiwi anō. That is pretty much me. What am I? I am a multidisciplinary artist. I am a Toifakari student. Does anyone know what Toifakari is? Yeah, chair. Oh, thank you. It's going, it's really good. Um, what else do I do? I'm also a performing arts tutor, Pacifica and Māori. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of that. Oh. This is my papa. So I am a whāngai, whāngai in te ao, Pākehā is adopted, but it's not really like that. We don't have papers to sign or anything. It's pretty much, here, take it, go. <laughs> um, in this case, um, I am the youngest out of four, uh, four full siblings. Um, actually, the youngest as a whole. But because I was raised by my godmother, um, I consider my godbrothers as my tainer. So I'm the middle child. But really, I'm the youngest. 
Um, here we are, no. This is my papa, Atutahi Arthur Hinare. Uh, he raised me from a baby and it was actually him who picked up the phone call when my mum was like, Dad, I'm having another one. He's like, hey, you already have three, you can't afford another one. I know, but I'm having another one. It's my one, I'll take that one. Oh, really, Dad? Yeah, I got you. And that's pretty much how it started. Nine months later, um, I came out doing the haka out of my mum. Well, actually, oh, she had a C-section, so I didn't come out the normal way. <laughs> I did a haka on the way out. Out the puku. <laughs> um, and who I know, I've, I've been a whangai ever since. Um, I was whangai not just by my papa, but my kuia as well. But she unfortunately passed away when I was at the age of six. Um, so back in 2005, August. Um, anyways, this is my papa, Atate Arthur Hinare, otherwise known as Pastor Arthur or Mr. Hinare, um, the best dressed Māori at any event. Um, but he was mostly known as Papa. And man, he had a big life, a really, really big life. He did lots. He wasn't just the pastor of the Christian faith. Um, he was also the bus driver at my old kura, which is the kura iwi of Whakatapuranga um, what else did he do? He went up and down the country taking his family, which was his band, um, his Christian band, going from Timaru all the way up to, I think it was Waitangi, and they would sing Waiata, spreading out the aroha for, um, for Ihu Karaiti. All right, Queena. Check. I am a whangai, colonial known as adopted. However, in Te Ao Māori, it means you were raised by many, and in this case, I was. Um, as you can see in the pikitia, in the far corner, there's my papa. There's me as a pepe. Don't I look cute and a little bit Asian? <laughs> and my, my goddess mother, my godmother, Hiona Hinari. I was raised by both my kaumatua, mama and papa. It was my mama or my grandmother who put me into kura papa at a young age to learn te reo Māori. After my mama passed, it was papa who sought to continue my learning of te reo Māori and te ao Māori, um, and that's why I am who I am today. I was raised in the Christian, Christian church whilst learning about my culture, which at a young age did feel like, oh, wait, ihu karaiti o ngā atua Māori. So it was very conflicting for me. Um, however, I decided to go forth into Te Ao Māori more because, well, that was my everyday life in church and Christianity was only a Sunday thing. So I decided, aroha mai papa, that's your beliefs, do not try and colonise me. I'm going go, <laughs> to go forth and learn what you didn't get to learn and that's okay and he accepted that eventually. So I decided, you know what? I'm proud. I'm proud to be Māori. I'm proud to learn about the kawa and the tikanga, my history, because it's what makes us who we are today. And I love it. I love being Māori purely because we personify everything. Why? Because we respect everything like a person, except the people that, well, the things that we see that we personify, we uh, 
we treat with respect more than us or others around us because they're much more ancient than us. They are our tuakana, just like the manu. We respect the manu, that's why we wear their huruhuru. That's why we wear the kōrowai with their huruhuru on it. We respect uh, their life and what they've done. And they're not just a symbol of their beauty and their mana and our mana by wearing their... Um, their mana through the korowai. Yeah, we, we've got, oh, it's really hard to explain, but I just love how we see things. It's just beautiful in, um, in Te Ao Māori. When I was in high school, oh, Papa made me sing in church. I was his choir. He played the guitar, and now that I think about it, I realised that my grandmother was actually doing the same when she was alive. She was his choir, and then when she passed, Papa made me his choir. Um, and if Papa could speak the language, he would be a very, very good whaikōrero. Um, he's such a powerful, deep voice. Um, he would make you go to church, and when you hear him, you probably want to walk out and start like, oh, I'm a Christian now. Five minutes later, you're not. Hell yeah, no. <laughs> Mama would always support Papa with his with his whaikōrero or with a waiata. So it, it felt natural that I would take on that role as she was gone and I was the only one who was with Papa uh, growing up. My mama, when she passed, a big tear or, or a, like a big like crack was in the middle of our family. Um, when she left... It was like all the drama started happening. Like, whoa, this one person glued everyone together. And now that that person's gone, the family's just <laughs> segregated. There's a war between us. Um, and moving on, my mother and my elder siblings in the big photo over here. Yes, that's me, that little one. Like, <laughs> I am still that little crazy looking Asian girl in my family. Um, so yes, I'm the youngest out of my blood siblings. My oldest sister, um, she is the CEO of her own nail store, salon, nail salon, but she also does like beauty. My second oldest sister, Shaquille, she is now a mum. Um, she's now a mum and a fiance, and I'm really happy for her because she's gone through her own journeys. Um, and she has a niece, and that niece has my name. Let's go. <laughs> my older brother, Hezekiah, he is probably the person I'm really close with, but I'm also worried about him because he's still at home and he's not doing anything. So I want to try and be the role model, not just for my tuakana, but for my whole whānau who don't know anything about te reo Māori, te ao Māori. So what I'm doing today is learning everything and projecting it on social media like TikTok. So if you don't know me on TikTok, when you see me on TikTok, I'm like either weaving, singing or sharing anything about our our culture because it's beautiful and I want my tuakana not just my tuakana but all my cousins who are older than me to want to be proud or want to learn who they are so they feel as grounded as I do knowing who I am and where I come from my goddess mother back in the the picture in the corner also had a huge part to play in my life as she continues to guide me as a mentor she has helped me realize my purpose and has supported me to chase my dreams she has been a role model for me for the longest time and I didn't realise that what she was doing wasn't normal. Not anyone could make film, direct and act in screen and theatre or create visual art. 
I always thought and believed that anyone could do everything, but it wasn't until I came to the last year of my high school years where I actually saw, wait, hold on, why aren't you doing what you said you wanted to do? Why aren't you doing what you've always wanted to do and now you're doing something that you, you don't want to do? What's, what's going on? And it just flooded my whole world. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do what I want to do. I can't be a singer-songwriter, I can't be a rapper, I can't be a dancer, but I love doing it. Why can't I do that? And I let it consume me. And it consumed me to the point where, Alan Mayo, I'm coming to the next part. <laughs> I became a hood rat, and I became a hood rat because I was manipulated by what I thought was love. And because I was raised by my papa, who was a strict Christian pastor, I felt like there were just walls enclosing around me and I could not escape and I was sick of it. So I became rebellious and because I was rebellious and I was in this, I'm in love with another hood rat, <laughs> I'm going to go and do that. And you know what? I can't do what I really want because of everyone around me not feeling the same way. So I went and became the person that I did not recognise, a person that I did not want to be and a person that I never thought that I would be. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't just do one toxic relationship. I did not just two toxic relationships. I did four toxic relationships, but it was the second one that really pushed me to get out of Wellington and chase this opportunity called Kahurangi Mori Dance Company and go to Heritonga. It really, I really took opportunities that forced me to get out of a town to, to try and find myself. And I don't know why I was trying to find myself when I already knew who I was. I already knew where I came from. I had my papa. I guess it was just trying to find what I knew deep down inside I needed, which was my own self-belief. But hey, after four relationships, nah, actually, after two, <laughs> I got back in track. Which brings me to what I call my backbone kaitiaki. So on the far right is te kurahuia, te kurahuia in the red. Um, te kurahuia is, well, me. Te kurahuia is not just a person, well, it's not just a name, it's, it's who I am today. I'm sassy, I'm not humble sometimes. Um, I'm proud, I'm hearty, I'm too honest, but that's not te kurahuia, that's actually the far left, which is the tanifa. Um, anyways, going to the second. In the middle is the huia araki. The huia araki is the albino huia, um, which we've never get gotten to see. We've never seen a huia bird alive. But um, I was gifted the name te kura huia by my komatua, and this is where this moko right here on my neck comes from. And that, that represents the huia araki in the middle, and she is the kindness, the love, the care that my grandmother from what I remember, from all the memories that I remember was. Um, and because of her, I, it really shaped the kind of energy that I wanted to give to people because it's, it's, kindness is free, you know? And to be kind means you're being respectful of others. And that just goes back to my corridor of how we respect people. Chair. I just got tens across the board. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yes, and so I, I don't. I've been called fake before, and I'm like, no, I don't think I'm fake. I know who to be kind to. I know who to respect. And if you're going to see me that way, e payana, but you're not going to see the huya ariki, you're going to see the tanifa. So the tanifa. <laughs> the tanifa is here. My unahi tanifa, which are tanifa scales, go up all the way behind my neck. I got these at the beginning of this year, actually, before I got on Tamatatini. Um, the tanifa is a representation of the riri that I have inside me, or I had inside me. The, um, the haka, the mana, the ihi, the wihi that I can um, utilise to become someone that I don't want to be. But if that person has to come out to protect myself or others that I love, then that person will come out and it's unfortunate for you. <laughs> so who are they? They are my backbone protectors, all of them. Te Kurahuya is still me. Unless you see me on my pajamas, then I'm in incognito mode. Then it's not me, no jokes. Um, no, they're all me. They're all different parts of me, but together I'm Te Kurahuya. And they came from all of the toxic relationships that I've been through. They came from all the experiences from being bullied in high school and primary school, or all, whole education, my whole childhood pretty much, um, as well as the toxicity of just racism. Um, as I've recently just came back from a protest, um, however, I won't call it a protest, I would call it, nah, that's a protest. <laughs> we didn't have flags though, so I won't call it a protest. <laughs> no, jokes. Um, yeah, and they're all my protectors, but they're also kaitiaki of other people, especially my people and matauranga. If you have knowledge that, um, that you want to pass down, you are a kaitiaki matauranga, no matter what the knowledge is. Boom. Awa! Next slide. And that brings me to how I decided that I wanted to do what I wanted to do through my experiences, my journey, and even the people who've come into my life to tell me the, the things that I needed to know. Uh, for example, rest in peace, uh, Jared Huirama, but he was probably the first person to actually tell me, do music because you've got something and, you know, you can go somewhere. And when he passed, I was like, oh, what do I do now? And then, you know, I just sat through that whole, his whole tangihanga process and thought, nah, I can't just not listen to his kupu, otherwise he'll be cussing at my ear and I can't hear it. Because he was like that. He was um, very, he'll push you, but out of aroha. And that's what I love about some of the people that come into my life. So because of Jared, I decided to go back home and left my third relationship, which was a good decision. <laughs> and I started learning music what I love doing and I grew up in, a, in such a musical family and it just made sense I guess most of my family didn't have the support that I had or, or the whānau support that I had or even the self-support that you need so I started listening to Jared and I actually met a Pākehā shorter version of Jared and it was amazing because we still see each other today and I'm and I love seeing um, all the new music students because they elevate me to keep going. Um, not just them, but all my other tutors, my mentors that I've learnt from, that I've met throughout the many years of going up and down the country, running from boyfriend to boyfriend. As I said, four toxic relationships. Um, and yeah, that shaped me to come out and be like, you know what, 
I'm gonna make a visual EP called Uha Uha, and my iwi means woman, female. Um, so this visual EP was created to empower, to encourage, to uplift our wahine because our wahine need to know that we come from hine ahuone. Do you know who hine ahuone is? She is the first woman. She was created by the maraikura, the whatikura, iyo matua, and all the atua. Do you know how amazing that is? To be a descendant of Hine Ahuone, who was created by so many celestial beings. Oh my gosh, it's gangsta. So I made this because you're a bad mana wahine, and if you're not a wahine, you're a bad mana tane. You are who you are because of our whakapapa. Please learn your whakapapa. I cannot stress that enough. It is the biggest reason why I am so proud of who I am today and why I've decided I'm going to be my own best friend, not my own enemy. And so last year when I was awarded the Emerging Artist Award from the Waiata Māori Music Awards, that's a photo of me, I was like... That was funny, actually. I did a freestyle in Te Reo Māori, and I don't think anyone knew that I mucked up twice, but it's okay. It's okay to fight. It was like a big room of artists. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I said, but mean. <laughs> um, but what I do today is because I was raised by Mako Matua, and specifically my papa, who passed away in August, um, and who I got mukkod on my back. So he's forever watching my back. And his name is Atutahi. Atutahi is the Māori name for Canopus, which is the second brightest star in all of the sky. But however, in the Southern Hemisphere, it is the brightest star. So Papa, if you're watching, and I know you are, um, this is for you. And I do what I do because I'm so proud of my tipuna. And I want to be the best tipuna for my future descendants as he and all my tipuna are for me. Anyways, moving on, this is going to be quick. I've got to have a look. <clears throat> so this is my debut year. This is all the things that, that I did in my debut year. I graduated so many times, actually. I got a few scholarships. I went to Canada. I um, won a few awards. There's the King Etuhete Tipuna Portrait Award. That was my first big award that I won, and it wasn't just for my music. It was for my film and my kōrawai, because I'm also a weaver. Um, I got to, does anyone know who Sterling Hajo is? He's like the co-writer of Reservation Dogs. I got to meet him in Canada at Kanawage with the, um, the beautiful native people over there. They're, so, they're like us, but different. <laughs> Out the gate, but on a different gate. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my debut year. And this is my year this year. Um, I went to Tamatatane, best experience. I took my mama on stage with me. There's like a little photo that I had on the inside of the party because apparently her dream was to go on Tamatatane, so I took her with me. And it was my first stand. Um, I got to meet Tikitane and Otankora and we did a remix and it's called BMW Remix and it was the best experience because I've never met the most beautiful artists who care about passing the knowledge on to the next generation of artists because I've met so many other artists who are like, oh, cool. And it's like, oh, you're not for the co-papa, okay. It's all right. Um, I've modelled. I graduated again. 
Um, I've modelled again for Savage Club. Um, this is me on set of a film that my godmother, who's a filmmaker, she did. And I don't think I should say that, but we're going to Canada next month um, as her films got into a film festival called Imaginative. So that's what we're doing. I released my single last year, Uha, which I did the production straight after the Waitamori Music Awards. And this is what I'm working on next. Um, so BMW Tikitani Remix is out already, but from that I also got funding from NZOA to do another song, which I'm going to call Pretty Girl Club. And that Waiata is queer inclusive, it's Polynesian Māori inclusive, it's for the people. All the people. Um, and because of me believing in myself and slowly finding people who also believe in myself and support me, I've... I got to perform in Canada, and it was my first gig ever in Canada. And then I also got to perform at the FIFA uh, Women's World Cup, which was scary and cool. Um, the best part was closing for Maisie Dika, but I was supposed to open for her, but I closed for her, and that was gangster. Um, here we are, no te iwi. I want to leave with a few last words, which is, which translates to, wave your knowledge basket bigger every day forever, for the rest of your life, because at the end of the day, the person who truly has your back is yourself. So please, don't be your enemy. Be your best friend, straight up. Look, in, look yourself in the mirror and be like, you pretty bitch. <laughs> look in yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, you're looking thick. <laughs> be your best friend. Don't hate yourself. You are your worst enemy. And I say that because I've had my own mental illness uh, problems as well. And I've seen my friends who are constantly going down the same path. And I want to be not just a role model, but also a mentor and um, a supporter. And I feel so blessed to be surrounded by so many beautiful people who are healing. Um, yeah. And that's all I got to say. Peace to the universe. Moriha, Moriora. The Bamana Wahine is out. Real Talk could be coming to a town near you, so check out the Real Talk website, www.realtalknz.co.nz, or follow us on our Instagram at real underscore talk underscore nz to find out where we'll be next. I got you real talk.